G'day folks, this is The Stace and welcome to episode 38 of the Stasis Place podcast. Here is the latest post on my blog at stasisplace.blog which is called Beliefs and Other Shortcuts. Did you remember to take a breath in just a second or so ago? Or perhaps exhale the previous breath? Did you remember to make your heart take another beat? Or to push some more blood around your body? Or recirculate the blood that was coming back into your heart? No, you didn't, did you? Well, yes, you probably did, but not consciously. All these essential functions that our body needs to perform to keep us alive are handled for us by what my wife informs me is the autonomic nervous system. We don't even have to think about them. They just occur. And probably just as well, because I would be in real trouble if they relied on my remembering to do them. Oh, what amazing piece of work are we, us humans, as are most of the living beings on this planet. The critical functions are built in to be handled automatically, without conscious intervention on our part. We also have layers, if you like, in our conscious actions as well, as we soon discover in regular meditation practice. There is the thinking, active part of the brain, that is sometimes called in meditation circles as the monkey mind, because it is like a monkey jumping from one branch to another, rarely settling for long on a single subject. These are the myriad of thoughts that go through our mind continually as we sit quietly in meditation, trying to just focus on our breath. We come to realize that we can push the monkey mind to the background, as it were, and focus on our senses as we try to appreciate being part of all that surrounds us. Be as one with the universe, as many are fond of calling it. Smell the air. Hear the noises or the stillness. Feel the heat or cold of the air the relaxation or tenseness of our muscles, the coldness of the breath as it enters our nasal passages, anything and everything to quieten the monkey mind. We bring all of these things into our foreground instead. We may then realise that these are happening all the time around us and we cruise through with our mind full of our own created mental chatter and filter the rest of the happenings around us out of our consciousness. Now, if there is one thing that we are good at, it is filtering. It is almost as if we are on a time clock all the time, and we have to take shortcuts to get things done in time. We therefore filter out everything else that might interrupt what we are thinking about, and we are always thinking about something. We facilitate this with what I call the autonomic mindless system. It is also where we store our beliefs our opinions, our prejudices, all those things that we have given some thought to, have looked at all the facts as we know them and arrived at a position which we can then use as required without any further thinking. Thinking that might interrupt the important stuff that we are really thinking about at any point in time. We then pull our beliefs from the autonomic mindless system and use them as a shortcut to express an opinion or making a decision based on this belief. But we are born without beliefs. They are not an inherent part of our natural state. 
Our conditioning, however, starts very early by hearing opinions expressed by those close to us, like our parents and relatives. Race, sex and class prejudices are a good example of this conditioning. We usually just accept these without question from our peers in a desire to fit in with the tribe. We usually form many of our stronger beliefs in our teenage years from those prejudices and opinions and they become part of our autonomic mindless system. For many of us though, our beliefs at 20 are not the same beliefs we have at 60. Sadly, however, in my opinion, some of us never re-evaluate our beliefs throughout our life and cling to the same positions and beliefs in old age as we did in our youth. As Jerry Spence said, I would rather have a mind opened by wonder than one closed by belief. Of course, some beliefs serve us extremely well, such as, I believe it could be dangerous to my health if I step out into this busy road without first considering the traffic. The important thing, though, is that, contrary to the popular view, many of our beliefs should not be set in stone. Personal and common knowledge expands all the time as new experiences are had and new discoveries are made, and we should reevaluate and adjust our beliefs and our autonomic mindless system as these things come to light. Strongly held beliefs, often expressed with much anger and passion, should certainly be looked at with a discerning eye to discover the hurt or trauma that may lay beneath the basis of these beliefs. I learnt this to my benefit on a personal development course some years ago. Not everyone agrees on what we think of as facts, of course, and that leads to some wonderment by me about how some people can still believe the earth is flat, for instance. Well, perhaps some facts are like beauty, only true in the eyes of the beholder. Of course, some beliefs appear to be imbued with mystical powers, regardless of their origin, our own imagination. These beliefs are rarely challenged by the people who hold them and drive actions with little logic to recommend them. The Buddha is quoted as saying, Those who cling to perceptions and views wander the world offending people. This quote has also been translated as people with opinions just go around bothering each other, but I think the bothering is a little milder than the original. We all like to think we are right, by whatever judgment that might be, and that desire drives us to cling to our beliefs regardless of the facts placed in front of us. Sometimes it would suit us better to let go of the belief and the need to be right, the autonomic mindless system, and just reassess the situation on its merits, and at other times... It might suit us better to not know at all, which is best summed up by this quote I'll leave you with from Annie Dillard's 1975 Pulitzer Award-winning book, Pilgrim at Tinker Creek. I read about an Eskimo hunter who asked the local missionary priest, If I did not know about God and sin, would I go to hell? No, said the priest, not if you did not know. Then why, asked the Eskimo earnestly, why did you tell me? And that's it, folks. I do hope beliefs and other shortcuts has given you something to think about. I would love to hear what you did think of this, good or bad, by commenting on the post at my website, stasisplace.blog, 
or you can catch me on Twitter at StaceAlive. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye for now.